The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. All right, so the last thing I want to briefly touch on today is the seven stages of action. Um, this is a model that will help us understand um, how people do things. What happens if something goes wrong? How to detect and correct when something goes wrong. Here's the model, and you can tell, oh, that's not seven stages, so that's obviously a simplified model. Um, everything we do starts with a goal that we have in mind in this model, and we then execute on that goal. We do something, we execute the action. Something in the world around us changes as a result. Um, we evaluate whether what happened was what we wanted, and compared to our goal. Maybe we're done, maybe we need to do some more. And the seven stages of action model this activity. The seven stages are important to us as interface designers because it is a wonderful model to understand where things can go wrong and why they will go wrong while somebody tries to do something with a device, you know, with a remote to turn on the TV or the lights or, or, or write a letter in Word or whatever. We're gonna blow up First of all, this left-hand part here, and, and, and go into more detail here. Um, from a goal, we don't directly end up just executing an action. What actually happens in the seven stages of action model is, um, after formulating a goal, uh, we make a plan for the action. We then turn that, uh, that, that is sort of where we have a concrete intention of what we want to do. Then we specify an action sequence I like to think of an action sequence almost like you know, what you could program a robot to do, like move here, do this. Um, and then this action sequence gets executed or performed, and that's when the world gets um, affected around us um, by those things. Goals are often very vague and problem-oriented. For example, you might be sitting there trying to read a book. Um, there used to be books on paper. You may remember those before Kindles and stuff. Um, and you might need light to read that book, right? And it's like too dark to read the book. So that's, that's your problem. I need more light, right? Then from there, you can work this into a very a more um, con concrete plan because I need more light. It's just a, a requirement. It doesn't tell me how you're going to get there. From there, you might say, okay, in order to get more light, um, I need to operate that light switch over there, right? And then you turn that finally into sort of your, your, your robot programming, your, your action sequence which says, all right, I'm sitting in my chair, I need to turn around, stretch out, reach the light switch, flick it down, and turn back. And, and that would be my concrete action sequence that does that. Um, of course, when you have a, a goal, like, you know, I, I would need uh, the light to be turned on, there's always alternatives. One alternative could be, you could try saying in a real nice voice, you know, uh, darling, would you mind turning on the light? And if darling happens to be in the room and, and feels uh, like she wants to help you or he wants to help you, then they would turn on the light for you. So that's another way of executing for the same goal. Um, evaluation similarly also expands. First of all, what do we do when, when let's take the, the example of, the, of the reading the book. So you've now you know, flicked the light switch. First thing that happens is you're going to perceive visually, physically, what happened, right? For example, okay, there's now uh, brightness so-and-so on, on, my, on my book page. Then you're going to interpret that. You're going to say, 
okay, what does that mean in terms of my, my goal that I was pursuing? Um, is this now uh, a brightness that allows reading? And then finally, when you compare to your goal, all right, I wanted brightness high enough to a reading, I have it, I'm happy, I'm done. I'll give you more examples on, on these distinctions between perception, interpretation, and comparison uh, later on where this becomes more clear. Now we put these together and we end up with the seven stages. Right? So we've got the goal, we plan, specify, and perform the, uh, the action. Something around us changes as a result. We perceive the result physically. We interpret it in the sense of what does that mean. Um, with brightness level for, for lights, there isn't much to interpret really. Uh, but with a, with a feedback message from a computer or a printer or so, there's more to interpret. And then we compare it to what we wanted to reach. Now, <coughs> that's a great model. And bad news, humans aren't that simple, right? So in reality, those stages don't actually happen in our head, clearly defined A, B, C, D, E. Those stages are, the various steps are much harder to distinguish. Um, complex tasks often also actually include, of course, whole sequences of goals or hierarchies of goals. So, um, for example, you might want to, I don't know, do something, but that requires many different sub-steps to do, and those will turn into their own little goals with this whole cycle happening. So similar to like procedures and, and, and sub-procedures, uh, this is often a hierarchy of sub-goals. And then we often forget goals, or we discard them, or we change them while, we, while we're um, uh, on our way. Uh, many actions are not driven by a planned goal as a starting point, but actually are opportunistic. For example, um, I don't know, I might run into you tomorrow in the hallway or, you know, leading to the Mensa, and because I meet you, I might say, hey, by the way, how did you like you know, the assignment we gave out yesterday or something? Right? So I didn't have the goal of asking that. It came up because of something that happened. And then um, that basically means that these cycles, if you want, um, of you know, going through this thing once can either be driven by the goal, you know, starting out with something I want to do, or it can be driven by um, something like an event or, or some data that comes in through the world outside and that kicks it, then up, uh, kicks it off then. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.